Hey everybody, it's Brother Gary here at Hands Across the Border Devotional and I'm down in Mexico. Remember, I'm a missionary down here and you might hear my neighbors, you might hear my chickens, you might hear all kinds of noises because we're in the backyard in our backyard Bible study and so uh, just be ready for it, okay? And uh, hopefully you're having a great day. I'm having a good day. It's, it's beautiful, the weather right now, and so I uh, pray you're having a great day. But we're going to be in John chapter 20, and we're going to start in verse 24. Very familiar portion of scripture us about Thomas and his doubting, right? We've all heard about doubting Thomas. So let's read a couple verses here. We'll get right into this. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. And uh, he just kind of made a big statement there, didn't he? And so we learned something about Thomas right away, is uh, that he's one of the twelve, according to verse number 24. And he's also called Didymus, Didymus, or Didymus. And that word literally means twin. So uh, it doesn't really say, but it kind of be foolish to call somebody a twin who wasn't, I guess. Uh, so he's one of the twelve, and he was not there when Jesus first appeared after he had been resurrected. And they told him about him, and he said, hey, buddy, I'm not going to believe that. I'm not going to believe it unless I see it for myself. And so what we see, we'll work all the way through verse 31, but six times, just from verse 24 to verse 31, we see the word believe, believing. We even see the word faithless, and so that would be number seven. But just believe or believing six times. And so we're dealing with belief and unbelief, right? And what we see here is, let's look at the instances where the word believe comes out. So first of all, we see the disciples, and they said unto him, we've seen the Lord. But Thomas emphatically says, look, if I don't put my finger in that nail print hand, if I didn't thrust my hand in his side, I will not believe. What were they trying to get him to believe? They were trying to get him to believe Jesus is alive. Isn't that the way it is today? Oftentimes people say, you say, man, listen, Jesus died for our sins. He was buried, rose again the third day. He's alive today on the right hand of the Father. And he's coming back to get us and they will not. I don't care. You, unless I see him physically, I am not going to believe. And so the very first thing we see here about this belief is he wants us to believe that Jesus is alive. And I believe that today. I literally believe he is alive today, and I hope you do too. The second time we see is eight days after they told him this, they're again together, and Thomas is with them this time. And it says in verse 26, Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace be on you. So imagine this, you're in an enclosed room, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's Jesus standing there. He says, hey, peace be with you. Give him the greeting. That kind of shake you up a little bit, wouldn't it? Not only was he shaken up over seeing uh, Christ there, 
But now Christ turns to him and says, Hey, Thomas, verse 27, reach in here. Reach hither thy finger and behold my hands and reach hither thy hand and thrust it into my side. And he says this, Be and be not faithless, but believing. And verse 28 says this, And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. You see, at first the disciples were trying to tell Thomas, hey, you need to believe Jesus is alive. He said, that nah, I can see it. I will not believe. All of a sudden, eight days later, he's, he's with the disciples. There's Jesus in this enclosed room. All of a sudden, peace be with you. And he turns to Thomas. If he wasn't shook up enough by seeing Jesus just appear out of nowhere, uh, then he turns to him and says, now, go ahead, reach here. Touch my hand and thrust your fist into my side. He says, I'm doing this because you're faithless, but I want you believing. And Thomas says this, my Lord and my God. Not only does he want us to believe Jesus is alive, but that Jesus is God. Jesus is God. He's not man-made. He has always been. John 1.1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse number 3 tells us he created all things. You can go back to Genesis 1.1 where it says, and God created. So Jesus is God, right? So we see the second thing, we need to believe that Jesus is God. The third time we see this is that he goes on to say in verse 29, Jesus saith unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. And so he wants us to believe in Jesus by faith. By faith. By faith. You know, he's not going to appear to you and I bodily. Not for a while. He wants us to believe in him by faith. Not only that, we see this. Stay with me. Verse 30. And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. Now listen, Jesus did a lot of miracles when he walked the face of this earth. In another gospel, it tells us that he did so much that it couldn't. There, there's not enough books written to write everything down that he did. And then it words it like this here in John chapter 20, verse 30. All the things that he did in the presence of his disciples are not written in this book. And so he did a lot of things that weren't written down. Now why? He tells us in verse 31, But these are written that ye might believe, that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. So the Christ, that's the Messiah, right? The Son of God, that means he's equal with God. So you have God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And he's saying this, the ones that he did write down, now he did a lot of things that aren't written in the Bible, but he purposely wrote down certain ones so you and I would understand who he is and that we would have eternal life. You see, this portion of scripture with verse 24 through 31, he's teaching us some things. He's teaching Thomas this, and it's being relayed to you and I that Jesus is alive. Praise God for that. Not only that, that Jesus is God. 
And we are to believe in Jesus by faith. And then lastly, Jesus gives eternal life. How's your faith? How are you doing with your belief? Maybe meditate on this for a while and ask the Lord to help you. Like that one fellow we read about in the Gospels where his son was sick and he turned to the Lord and he said, Lord, help mine on belief. Maybe you need to do that today and strengthen your walk with him. I pray the Lord to bless you now. Amen.